What chance did she have against his brute strength? Belatedly, she realized she should have run to the stable. She'd discarded the notion as there wasn't time to ride her mare into the town, five miles away through the fog and rain and muck of the road, across fields or through woods, to reach the gaslit streets of Stuart's Crossing. Even if she had reached the town, how could she possibly convince the sheriff that she hadn't gone stark raving mad and return in time to save them all? Impossible. Recklessly, she'd run through the house and now regretted she hadn't veered to the stable, where not only the horses were housed, but in the attached shed, a variety of tools, hatchets, hammers, and scythes were stored. She waited. Her only hope was that when he followed her to the rooftop, she'd have a chance. A slim one, true, but at least a risky opportunity to turn the tables on him. If she couldn't save herself, at least she might be able to take the bastard with her. And what of the baby? Can you sacrifice that new unborn life as well? Tears burned her eyes. Again she looked over the curved railing, catching a glimpse of him now on the second floor, climbing to the third. Now! She leaned over the railing and yelled at the top of her lungs, Run! What the bloody hell! He snarled, glaring up at her, his eyes gleaming a malicious blue above his beard. Ruth! Helen! She screamed desperately, hoping to warn the children. Get the babies and run away as fast as you can! They'll never get away, he warned, a smug look twisting the lips she'd once kissed with such ardor. How had she been such an imbecile? He laughed again, and the acrid smell of alcohol reached her nostrils. He was too close. Whirling around, she dashed along the runner to the attic stairs at the end of the hall. The door was locked, as always. Harlot! He yelled after her. Goddamned whore! Come back here! Never! She sent up a silent prayer for the dear, sweet souls of the little ones. Our Father, who art in heaven. The clock in the lower hallway began to chime, counting out the hours in reverberating peals. Hallowed be thy name. His footsteps quickened, and she reached into the pocket of her voluminous skirts for the keys. She fumbled in the dark with the massive keyring, the metal clinking as she struggled to find the right one for the attic door. Hurry! Her pulse was pounding in her brain, her fingers slick with sweat, keys clanking. She dropped the ring, only to retrieve it quickly. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. The clock continued to strike off the hours, and along with the familiar peals came the heavy, determined tread announcing that he was following. Her heart froze, her breath stilled in her lungs for the briefest of seconds. She inserted another key. Nothing. You think you can run from me? He bellowed, his words echoing to the rafters, chilling her soul. You really think you can get away? His laughter was obscene. Her throat closed in fear. Hands trembling, she forced the key into its lock and twisted frantically. A glance over her shoulder confirmed he'd made the climb and was now smiling, walking slowly, unhurried, savoring these last few minutes when he could terrorize her for one final time. Click. The lock sprang. She hurriedly shouldered open the door to the attic. Let him come. She was a clever woman, and far from dead.
yet. Some way, somehow, with just an ounce of luck, she would save her children if not herself. The air was thick and dank, smelling of dust. She slammed the door behind her, twisted the lock, then scrambled up the narrow steep flight in all-consuming darkness. She heard the unmistakable squeak of a bat and a flutter of disturbed wings, but she hardly noticed as she reached the attic floor. Think, Angelique, think. Do not let him get the better of you. Her mind raced as quickly as her bare feet scurried across the cold floor. This was her chance to even the odds, to grab a weapon to protect herself. She didn't have much time. Up the last winding stairway she ran to the small glass-encased cupola, Rain drizzled down the windows of the tiny room, and her trembling fingers worked feverishly on the latch of the door. Please, please, please.